Hello and welcome, this is Luke Burridge and this is the New Juggling Podcast. Normally we record this in Berlin, but uh, I'm not in Berlin at the moment. I'm actually in Singapore, the Singapore airport, and I'm uh, just waiting for my connection to take me through to Australia because I'm actually now travelling towards the Sydney Juggling Convention, my first time to Australia, really looking forward to it. Um, quite a long flight, though. I've just spent 11 hours on the plane. I think I've got sort of like another eight hours to go. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's an all right flight. Um, uh, watched two films so far one is Borat which I wasn't really expecting to find that funny but I was in absolute hysterics at large parts of the film and I could see how many people here how many of the many people were watching the same film on the flight because half, uh, half the cabin was cracking up with laughter at exactly the same point uh, another film that I saw was uh, Last King of Scotland uh, a film I've heard quite a bit about on the radio and uh, it's good it's as good as they say it is it's really worth seeing that so uh, two film recommendations for you um, also another thing that's made my journey very pleasant uh, um, is is Polar. She's not with me, but she. I, I noticed that as I'm reading through the book that I've got, it's quite a big book. I bought it especially for travelling, um, and she's gone through it, and every uh, 100 pages or so, she's put in a post-it note with a little message to me. So even though Polar can't be with, here with me for the recording now, she's uh, she's still she's still with me um, in spirit, which is uh, very nice of her. Anyway, more updates coming soon. Um, when I get to Australia, I'll meet some guys and uh, hopefully continue with this podcast. So um, now I'm actually in Sydney itself. I'm, I've crossed the equator now uh, on the southern end of the world. Got out of the uh, airport, got picked up by the airport from a guy called Dale, who's a, a juggler here who's organising the convention, and I was just completely disorientated. First of all, that the sun is in the wrong half of the sky, so what I thought we were heading north, we're actually heading south, or the other way around anyway. Uh, got taken to a place called... Um, Sydney, not actually sure whereabouts in Sydney, but somewhere near the university. Um, and I'm staying for in the next few days with a guy called Mark Douglas, who I actually met uh, a few years ago. He was at the IJA convention when I went there in 2004, and also at the uh, in the Carvan EJC. Um, so I already know him, so it was great that I've uh, you know met up with him. Um, but a good flight. Watched a watch a film called The Queen, which is another recent film, um, which features well the Queen and other royals. Uh, the uh, the uh, acting was a bit strange. I know that the Helen Mirren has just won a, um, some award for her acting skills in that, but it just seemed like she was just doing an impression of the film. I know that's what acting is, but I always think, you know, it should just be more than impressions of uh, of famous people. Because if it's just impressions, well, you know, Rory Bremner does a much better, um, to, uh, you know, Prime Minister, um, uh, Tony Blair character than the actual guy who did it. And Alistair McGowan and John Coleshaw, they can all do it a lot better. Actually, I was expecting suddenly John Coleshaw, some character who's playing some character, suddenly break out uh, into a Doctor sketch or something, the Doctor. Um, but it, it didn't happen which is quite disappointing um Anyway, yeah, uh, something else. Um, thanks a lot to uh, Little Paul for sending me what I'm actually using now. I've just got a normal microphone, but no longer am I using the um, the dictaphone function on my MP3 player. He actually sent me, um, for free, because he doesn't use it anymore, a little mini-disc recorder. So uh, hopefully the quality of this is a lot better. I've not actually listened to any of it back yet, though. And, uh, yeah, so now at Mark's place. I'm not actually um, inside. I'm on the roof. He's got a fantastic uh, uh, roof bit here. We've got a swimming pool, a jacuzzi, a sauna, uh, a tennis court on the roof as well. And I'm now looking over a fantastic uh, skyline, the Sydney skyline with loads of towers there. I can see the Sydney Harbour Bridge. I'm certainly going to go down um, and see more of the city this afternoon. But meanwhile, I'm going to actually, well, I thought I'd juggle up here on the roof, but it's far too windy for anything like that. Um, and it's so hot and so humid here, um, but I'm sure I'll survive. Um, I'm having a fantastic time already. So yeah, I'm going to go swimming now and uh, catch up with you later. 
So, next update from Sydney. Um, we're spending the day down uh, in the Sydney Harbour um, area and doing sightseeing, which has uh, not done a lot of juggling yet since I've been here. Um, but we went to see the uh, the Sydney Opera House and we actually juggled um, in front of the Sydney Opera House. I did seven balls uh, where people took photos of me and then I took photos of people. I say we uh, here, I've got Alex. Hi. And Liz. Hi. Yeah, how you doing? There's some jugglers from uh, from Sydney, which I'm staying with at the moment in someone's house. And uh, we're setting out on a ferry. We're going to just be heading underneath Sydney Harbour Bridge, which is uh, very, very big and does look like a coat hanger. Um, again, not a lot of juggling news for the Juggling Podcast. Oh, no, we did just see some street shows, didn't we? With uh, Bike Boy was doing his, um, his uh, climbing up a pole and juggling, but we didn't stick around to see the end of it because he takes too long. And also I met Julian, the French diabolist who's down here doing some street shows. And the ferry we're going to get off at um, Darling Harbour, and hopefully Bob from Canada's down there, a good friend of mine, so I'll be catching up with Bob, hopefully. Anyway, um, let's head on underneath this bridge. Here we go. Okay, so uh, I'm now in the park. It's the next day from the last recording that I did. Well, actually, I tried doing a bit of recording last night at the, uh, the Sydney Juggling uh, Club, which is packed full of people already here for in time for the Sydney Juggling Convention, uh, and I was going to record myself winning a game of combat, um, but I didn't win, and then the mini display didn't record it anyway, so I'm not sure what I uh, just recorded. Uh, but meanwhile, yeah, I turned up at the Sydney Juggling Club, and I, I, I didn't bring any juggling clubs with me to uh, Australia, because I couldn't be bothered to uh, bring lots of bags worth of equipment. I thought, oh, I'll just borrow some clubs when I get there. But when I got here, uh, and I tried out various different people's clubs, everyone has got really, really crap clubs. They're all like three years old that they bought at EJC's ages ago, and all the knobs are falling off and twisting around, and, uh, and not very pleasant. But some guys did turn up with some PX3s, so I'll... Um, I'll be using the PX3s, which is what the club I use uh, in time for the show. Um, so, yeah, that was last night. We got some food. I'm still not over jet lag. About three or two main nights now, and I had about two hours sleep last night, and I'm absolutely shattered now. Um, but got up, spent a few hours, uh, three hours in a hot tub, um, uh, in a jacuzzi, sort of relaxing there this morning, which was very nice. And now we're in the park. This is uh, sort of day one of the convention proper. We're not in a proper venue yet, but uh, juggling in the park with, what, about 30 guys here or something like that all doing different stuff uh, quite a relaxing vibe quite a, a cool uh, cool little situation going on um, so uh, yeah let's get on with the podcast Okay, instead of this podcast just being me talking into the microphone all the time and not talking to anyone else, um, there's a guy here called Alex who I've been hanging out with the past few days, and I'm staying with uh, with Dale here with uh, Alex in the same uh, in the same apartment. We went round Sydney to, together yesterday. So, uh, hello, Alex. Uh, hello, Luke. I thought I'd just uh, give you a quick interview because, uh, uh, well, first of all, just tell tell me a little bit about um, where you're from and what you do and how long you've been juggling. Okay. All right. I'm from Perth, which is in Western Australia. There are about eight jugglers there <laughs> um, and this is my first convention yeah so I haven't really met anyone else that can juggle so okay so uh, you said this is your first convention but how long have you been juggling uh, I've been juggling about three years practicing every day yeah and uh, to be honest I've been watching your practice you can tell you've been practicing every day with your long runs of five ball back crosses and, uh, and seven ball runs it looks very impressive um, but I say this is your first ever juggling convention why is it your first ever juggling convention because it costs $4,000 or something to get to any other convention than this one this one only cost me $800 only $800 those are Australian dollars so uh, like little money but still that's a lot of money to spend just to get to your local convention how long does it take here to get here on the plane uh, four hours. 
four hours on the plane to get to your local convention. That's right. <laughs> so, of course, you're, are you looking forward to the convention? What's the, what are the things are you, are you wanting to get out of the convention? Are your first ever convention? What are the things are you looking forward to? Uh, definitely combat and volley club. I've never really played before. No? No, yeah, um, it looks fun. And sharing moves with everyone, being taught things, because I've only ever taught myself things. And, yeah. Well, I will catch up with you later. I mean, this is your first ever convention, so t- tell you what, on Sunday we'll talk again and we'll get your, get your views on your first ever convention if it lived up to your expectations. How about that? Alrighty, thanks. See you then. Um, so yeah, yesterday left you, and uh, we'd been at the been in the park, juggling in the park. After that, I actually went to to bed. I went home and slept for a bit, uh, a bit too long actually. But then by the time we got to a party in the evening, there was a party and barbecue, and I got there, and then I slept for another few hours, missing most of the barbecue. And then I woke up and uh, sat in the in the hot tub um, at uh, over over at Mark's place and uh, that was a great party as well and I was just finished the hot tub got out and was just about to start eating and then we got, everyone got kicked off the roof so I didn't actually eat anything and we went to the pub and chatted for a while there but um, but yeah great evening and finally I've got a full night's sleep it even doesn't matter how much I slept la- yesterday evening I had a full night's sleep and I think now I'm completely over my jet lag thankfully uh, so yeah this morning I spent another two hours in a hot tub to be honest I, since I've got to Australia and here to Sydney I've spent a lot more time um, in swimming pools and jacuzzi than I have actually juggling but finally I've got here to the main uh, convention venue for the main like first full day of the convention and it's quite cool here with me um, to uh, uh, to sort of give a, a quick overview of what we can see happening in front of us is uh, Tom hi Tom how you doing Diluc? Uh, this is Tom from, uh, I think you're from Sydney, yeah? Yeah, I'm from Sydney. Uh, most of you who are listening to this might know Tom for his uh, contribution to the online juggling world. He's the guy who started up and hosts and runs Juggle This, the video sharing website. Just tell us a bit about that. Uh, well, it's one of the, the biggest places to host juggling videos on the net. It's totally free. Basically, just anyone signs up, makes an account, uploads their videos, and we've got about 700 there now, which is ridiculous. What do you mean it's totally free? It's totally free because I put up Google Ads and they've paid for absolutely everything I've ever spent on it and look like they're going to continue that way, which is great because it means I don't have to spend a cent and everyone gets free juggling videos, which they like. Well, that's cool. So uh, if you go to Juggle This, keep clicking on those links um, and do it. Anyway, we're here in the venue. What, tell me just what you think of the venue. Because you were here last year, yeah, Tom? Yeah, well, last year we were where we normally have our Newtown Juggling Club, which is a little suburb in Sydney. and It's a fairly small club with sort of 30 members or so. Um, and normally we were in that venue, which gets really, really crowded. But here we have an entire school gymnasium, which is easily the size of a basketball court, which is probably why they play basketball here. Um, and the roof is about twice as high as we're normally used to. So I'm going to be trying uh, FDB97531, which is not going to happen, but it should be fun because I can at least do it without hitting the roof. Yeah, the, the ceiling is plenty high enough to do sort of like three Diablo triple pirouettes. Um, uh, if you're that kind of skill, I don't see anyone around. But uh, yeah, so tell me a little bit about the, the juggling scene here in Sydney. I mean, what kind of, what kind of level is it? What, what do you do here? Yeah, I don't think the, the level's quite as good as you'd find over in, in European places. I haven't been overseas for a long, 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 long time, and I really should. But the level's getting pretty good. We've got people who do lots of five-club tricks, pirouettes, all kinds of stuff. People are doing numbers, seven balls, nine balls, all kinds of things. So I don't, don't think the level's quite what you'd expect 
if you came from uh, EJC or the IJA or anything, but we're getting pretty decent over here. There's some really good talent coming up. Yeah, I've seen some quite a lot of young guys actually who seem like they've been in, uh, sitting in their bedrooms and juggling for a long time and uh, watching too many uh, WJF videos or something. But hey, they've got the skills here as well. Um, actually, because we're in a in a school here, it's quite a, quite a strange thing. It's a, it's a a girls' school, so the signs around here when you walk around it says girls are not allowed to do this, and girls are, instead of just saying students, like girls are not allowed to eat here, and girls are not allowed to be in this room without supervision. But I'm a I'm a boy, and so I think that's that's quite cool. But yeah, I'm very impressed with the venue. I'm looking forward to doing some workshops. I'm going to be doing a performing workshop um, which has been requested uh, so I'll do that and hopefully that'll be quite good and I'll maybe even see what workshops are on offer and I'll do some myself well Tom thanks a lot Anything you're looking forward to in the convention? I'm definitely looking forward to the shows because we have a whole bunch of international guests, Luke obviously, and some others as well, and they're all offering to do stuff in the the main show and even in the Renegade show as well, so it should be an absolute cracker. I'm really looking forward to both of them. Cool stuff. Well, catch you later. Okay, so now with me is uh, Dale, Dale Hutton, I think your name is, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and Dale is uh, one of the main organisers here, or the main organiser of the uh, Sydney Juggling Convention. He's the guy who invited me over this year. So, uh, so Dale, how's the convention going so far? Excellent, excellent. I think we're almost to the point of breaking even, which is all I can really ask for. So, the venue's good, the people are good, looks good. Well, I haven't. Now that you're awake. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm awake, I'm doing okay. And also, Dale's uh, the guy who's uh, been putting me up in his house, and I've been enjoying his uh, hot tub for a while. Um, so, uh, what's what's you, you've you've recently been living in Perth? You've uh, what you moved to Sydney last year? Yeah. How how is the uh, the the juggling scene here in Sydney compared to Perth, or compared to other places in the world that you've been? Well, si- Sydney's much better for, than Perth. There's a lot um, more people in Sydney. So that that that's a bonus. It's not as good as Europe. So, but um, hopefully we'll make it there. Maybe we'll encourage a bunch of Europeans to come and live in Sydney for a while. So, I know um a, a few of them have like um, um Jaby moved here for a year and yeah. lived in Sydney. So that was really interesting for for him to be around. So, um, passing skills. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He changed the face of Sydney passing for like you know you know his passing is incredible. So, but um yeah. So. Well, cool stuff. Um, uh, anything that you're really looking forward to in the convention uh, coming up? Any performers that you want to see? Anything like that? I, I, I didn't know that much about Bob before he arrived, but I really want to see what Bob can do. Um, Zanzibar is, a, is is actually better than I thought. I shouldn't yeah. tell him that, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, Zanzibar is Julian, uh, the mad diabolist. He's, uh, he's phenomenal. And also, yeah, Bob, Bob Carr, who... Um, yeah, he just popped in, and I, I was expecting to track him down, and I did just meet him. It was great catching up with Bob because I've not seen him for about a year or so. Um, so yeah, meeting Bob is good. He's going to be hosting the Renegade show tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Um, so yeah, if he gets here, uh, the Renegade show should be starting in about uh, an hour's time. But Bob is off um, in in the city doing some street show stuff because that's what he does. And also today is the national holiday, isn't it? It is the national holiday. It's Australia Day today. And what does Australia Day actually celebrate? Because I've heard I've heard conflicting reports about this. What is it? Rumors. They tell me that they tell me because I had to be informed that it's the day that all the ships came to Australia. So it's the day the first fleet came to Australia and was first in Australia, or well, the first English fleet. Yeah, but weren't the first people who moved here like they were, they were, came here like eighty thousand years ago or something? Oh, like. Well, yes, but so, so, so no, how does anyone know which date it was, which day in the year that these people first came here eighty thousand? No, it, it was only two hundred, two hundred years. Ago. Oh, that oh, you mean 
when the, when the English came and said this is Australia and named it. And uh, okay, because other conflicting reports I've heard that Australia Day is actually the day when Australia got independence no, or something. That's, apparently, that's Federation Day. Ah, Federation Day. Well, I say independence. They've still got uh, they've still got the, the Queen's head on the backs yeah, of the coin. Yeah, that's right. And and the money, plastic money with little windows in it as well. I've never seen I've never seen money with little plastic windows that you can actually look through the banknotes. It's it's, it's supposed to be an anti you know an anti theft thing, but you know. I'm not sure that would work. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm really enjoying my time here in Australia. Oh, also, Bob Carr has got the same name as a politician here. What was he? Who's Bob Carr? He's actually, the state premier. The state premier, the like the, the South Wales, yeah, the former state premier, the one that just left, like the yeah. one that just got ousted, was was called Bob Carr. So we always say Bob Carr's coming, and they go. Bob Carr, the the old premier of New South Wales, is coming to the convention. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot, Dale. We'll catch up with you maybe later on as well to get your to get your feedback at the end of the convention. Cool, not a problem. Thank you very much, Matt. See you then. Sweet. And here we are. It's late in the evening. On uh, well, it's not that late, but it's uh, it's Friday evening, and the Renegade show is beginning. So I'm talking really. And here's Alex who I've been spending some time with. Um, we just had nasal flossing, or mental flossing, that I've just said. And, uh, yeah, very strange renegade show so far, because it's right in the gym, all the lights are on, and it's really early, and nobody's drinking. But uh, it seems like a good laugh. We'll uh, have another update later. Okay, it's now Sunday, and uh, that means we've missed a whole day. Yesterday, I didn't do any kind of uh, podcast rec- reporting at all, because I was, well, I was busy doing some workshops, and uh, watching workshops, and then I slept for the afternoon, uh, and then uh, organised a show and it was I was a bit uh, put out because I, I thought there was going to be like a theatre or at least a different room but it wasn't it was just in the gym uh, which meant that we didn't have any control over the lights not a lot of control over the sound and uh, the, the backstage area was pretty much non-existent but we did the show anyway and uh, I would give lots of feedback about the show and how I thought it went um, but instead instead of my biased opinions and views I've got um, Alex and uh, Liz here to give their opinions on the show so first of all Liz what do you think of the show overall? I thought it was really good. It wasn't as good as the EJC, but I thought that um, there are a lot of good acts and there are a lot of international ones. So, um, yeah, I liked I liked Luke's one, the first the first coat act. I Luke's that one. That's hilarious. me. You can say yours if you want. Okay, I liked yours. Great, you like my act? Yeah, the coat juggling routine, which is an old uh, classic of mine. Uh, what about you, Alex? Uh, what do you think? Um, I thought it went really well. I enjoyed it. I laughed. I cried. I clapped. <laughs> well, maybe not cried. Um, the highlight for me was Zanzibar's three Diablo sight swaps. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, Zanzibar was pretty fantastic. Uh, this is your first ever juggling convention, of course, your first ever juggling show. Um, yes. So you don't have anything to compare it to? Uh, no, but I enjoyed it. I think that's the measure of a good show. Um, so we talked about some highlights of the show. What about the lowlights? What are the things that you didn't like? Uh, Liz? Um... Well, to be, be honest, honest. <laughs> I, I I didn't think that Bob's humour particularly appealed to me. Bob from Canada. Bob from Canada. <laughs> um, and what else? Well, in the in the one the the one that you did um, the combat against yourself, I wanted the um, the guy on the screen to win. I didn't want you to win, and so I was very disappointed. But it was actually very funny. Oh, that's cool. And uh, and Alex, what do you think of the show? The bad points. Uh, the bad points was it was incredibly droppy. What, the whole show? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, Mike um, Douglas dropped too much. But, <laughs> but I liked his ACCA routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mike Douglas' ACCA routine was uh, very good. Certainly better than his hat routine. Um, although, uh, it wasn't difficult. Uh, anyway, so, uh, well, thanks a lot for your opinions of the show. 
Um, catch up with you guys later. It's uh, Sunday afternoon, the games are about to start. I'm going to be leading the games, which I'm really looking forward to. We've got a whole list of them. Simon says three balls, minim- uh, coin juggling with a minimum of 50 cent coins. Um, random pop endurance, I'll do that. Five ball endurance, four club endurance maybe. Diablo basketball, not entirely sure what they want me to do with that, but I'll work out some game. Uh, club balance endurance uh, competition. It's always a good fun one. Long distance passing and also short distance passing. Never really tried that before, but uh, apparently it works well and they've played it here at Sydney Convention before. Club collecting, not sure if we're going to do that because it always takes ages to set up. Um, and, uh, and of course, lots of combat. Probably a few other games on top of that if I can think of them. Uh, we're just waiting for the person to turn up who, who has the prizes. Lots of um, chocolate, I think, is what they're wanting to give out. So uh, catch you again later after the games. Okay, so the games finished a while ago, and it was a lot of fun. We did a lot of games, um, and one guy seemed to win all of the games. I'm not sure all of the games. His name is Dave. Hi. And uh, Dave is, uh, well, I I think your nickname is Little Dave, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) But you're not actually little anymore. You're about three times my size. Um, But, uh, yeah, fantastic juggler. So let's just go through some of the games that you won. Um, What was the first one that you won? I don't know. Was it three ball? Simon says no. No, we started off with combat. Combat, yeah, I won that. And you won that. Uh, three ball. Simon says you won the five ball endurance. Yeah. Did you win the club balance endurance? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't win that one. Um, you. Which one else did you you win? Long distance, Long distance club passing, club passing. Um, did you win the seven ball? No, I didn't. Oh no, but you kept on winning like uh, and the four club endurance. You won that, didn't you? Um, and also the, the the game that I really wanted to win, which was the coin juggling. And just just listen to this over here. We're actually counting the money at the moment and seeing how much uh, you've got. So, of course, you, you're obviously one of the best jugglers here at the convention. How long have you been juggling, Dave? Um, I don't know, about eight years or something now. I'm losing count. Yeah, and how much do you practice then? Um, lately, not very much, but, you know, I used to get in every day and do, I don't know, a good 20-odd minutes. Half an hour. Yeah. 20 minutes, half an hour a day. And uh, the other thing that you seem to win, did you win the three-ball combat as well? Uh, once or twice, yeah. Yeah. So, and we played loads of games. And you, how do you get so good at combat? I mean, is combat popular here in uh, in Sydney? Yeah, every Wednesday at Sydney Juggling Club, they play at the end of the night. You know, finish the night off, and everybody gets involved. It's really good. Yeah, because we played on Wednesday three games, and you knocked me out every single time. But uh, at least I won a few games in the in the game session here this evening. So, uh, how much how much did you win with this? Have you, have you got the uh, get, got the total over here? Yeah. Nah, it's more than until us. 15, 15, 20 dollars. Well, that's quite good for like uh, two minutes worth of coin juggling. Pretty cool stuff. Well, thanks a lot, Dave, and uh, uh, and good luck next year at the Sydney Games. Yeah, thanks. During the uh, during the juggling convention here, we've got uh, um, another event taking place on the Sunday. It is the yo-yo competition. I've got. I think yeah. you're one of the organisers of the convention. Am, yeah. Tell us your name and what, yeah. what's happening here. Yeah, I'm Brad Forshingham. Uh, this is the second year we've had the Australian National Yo-Yo Championships, and. Uh, We've just finished up all our freestyles, and uh, we're basically just having a. Uh, everyone gets a turn at showing off their best trick, and uh, and uh, for I guess for respect and reputation, I guess <laughs> I don't think there's any real prizes in this one. So, uh, so how come you're actually having the yo-yo, the, the Australian National Yo-Yo Championships at the same time as the co- juggling convention? Why is that? I feel that the the skill itself of <laughs> we've got someone cleaning up his confetti from before. Um, I feel that that yo-yoing is is a skill toy, and and we're we're much in the same family as as the jugglers and poi throwers and all that kind of gear, you know. So uh, I, I figure, why not uh, try and keep the two scenes close together? And uh, by by joining together with the uh, juggling convention, I, I think it's a great opportunity for us. 
so this way you're sharing facilities, sharing costs, and uh, and well, yeah, all basically, yeah, we're, we're piggybacking off off the juggling convention. Um, we were I was able to organise with. <laughs> Eiffel Tower is the best trick <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah. And we were able to organise with, with Dale that uh, we could uh, get a, a discounted price for yo-yo. Um, on the, on the provi- proviso that we come in on the Friday afternoon and, and don't interfere with the juggling, I guess, and uh, stay in our corner, as, as it were. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You'll think you'll come back next year and do the same kind of thing? Um, ooh, it's that's hard to tell. I'm I'm quite happy to. I think this has worked out okay. I'm quite happy to, to keep it together with the juggling convention. But that of, that of course is up to Dale. And uh, if anyone else wants to step up to the plate, because this is the second one that that I've organised, and I'd, I'd love to have let someone else have a crack at it, <laughs> or maybe have it in another city, not in Sydney. The uh... yeah, yeah. Well, there, there certainly is. At, I'd say at the moment the most active yo-yo scene is in Adelaide, and. Um, if if they're willing to to throw up a, a competition, they've 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 got the there we go <laughs> actual trick there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice and, yeah. If they've got the the will to to create it and uh, the means, then by all means, because uh, yeah, like I said, it's my second year. And uh, okay, are you going to get up and do a, a trick for the best trick now? I see a yo-yo in your hand. Is that what you're going to do? I, I was going to, but yeah, I think I, I will. I'll, I'll jump up just after this dude, and I don't even know which trick I'm going to do. Okay then, well, uh, I look forward to seeing who's won the uh, the main event as well. I'll, um, I'll mention that on the podcast in a few seconds' time. Uh, cool, thank you very much. So here are the results of the uh, yo-yo competition. Okay, in third, in third place. In third place, with 12 tricks, Red Foshiga. He was the guy who I was just interviewing a few seconds ago. And also, Mark K. He's a guy who looks very, very cool. In second place, all the way from Burwood, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Jackie. This was the guy who went on last, actually, in the whole competition. Right. And in first place, with 14 tricks, all the way from Sydney. 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 Dave Q. Dave Q I can't remember his routine I guess it was quite good Well, well done to those uh, yo-yo guys I'm taking photos Um, Updates later Well, uh, I just uh, made a big mistake then of reporting on the winner That was just the winner of the trick ladder And the overall winner who uh, took part was the only female competitor Called, I think her name was Holly And she won And that's really cool um, just thought I'd put that note in there for anyone who cares about yo-yo but uh, good competition it was actually quite fun to watch ok so it's the end of the convention now well not the end of the convention it's the whole day after the end of the convention um, it's come and gone I've had a great time but just to get some feedback from the convention as uh, as arranged earlier next thing next to me we're watching television actually it's like one of the, the normal podcasts that we do um, it's Alex and uh, it's his first ever convention so first of all Alex uh, how do you find the conventions high points low points tell me um, I thought it was very good uh, my high point would have been winning the seven ball endurance that was quite good for a first convention I thought very impressive you beat um, me and Dave of course Dave who was just winning everything yeah or if you can call it a seven ball endurance lasted like 20 catches but anyway (laughs) uh, low point would be um, the little kid at the renegade show there was a kid that 
just wouldn't quit saying stupid stuff. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, it was very, 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 very annoying um, in just everywhere. And the next day, actually, for the main show, I went up to that kid and said, uh, before the show, I said, look, if you say anything, I'm going to physically disable you. Oh, no, I didn't actually say that. I just asked him not to uh, not to heckle during the show because I just couldn't deal with it. Um, anyway, so because uh, it, it was your first convention, did it really live up to your expectations of a juggling convention? Uh, yeah. Even though it was a small convention, um, I thought it was great. It was just one big juggling club that lasted three days and I like juggling club. So it was fantastic and I loved the show and it was great. Well, good stuff, Alex. Thanks a lot. And finally, as is a podcast, um, just before I wrap it up, I want to talk again to Dale, who is the main convention organizer and the guy we've been staying with for the past week or so. So, Dale, how did the convention go? Uh, excellent, excellent, actually. We were saying that I could almost put all of my highs and lows and things down at the same point. We didn't lose any money. Didn't lose any money? No, no, well, there, was, there was quite a lot of expenses, but and it was all paid for out of your own pocket, wasn't yes, it? it was. It was about $8,000 that we, we put up. Um, including Luke's bed <laughs> and um, yeah we got it all back so we had to charge a little bit more than we were expecting for the ticket but people seemed to be cool with that so yeah yeah, it all went really 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 well so, so you did make some profit and uh, what was uh, we were just talking about before that well, the largest expense was the uh, security guard yeah the security guard we were joking with Luke because I think the security guard p- p- you know, cost more than he did and we were going that's just stupid like the guy sat there and I think the only thing he accomplished was breaking the door yeah, he did, and he did and during the show. Did turn the lights on and off, oh, which yeah, was that's right. He did, he did. And he, got, he got free entry to the show, and he got paid forty five dollars an hour to sit on his ass. It was, it's a great gig. I got, I think I'm in the wrong profession. Okay, so uh, just a, just a bit about the the convention as well. You think uh, you might do it next year? What would you do differently? Uh, I think next year the plan is to to actually do a, a larger public show, actually at a venue. Um, the venue really wasn't. Um, I suppose geared up for a public show. There was a few issues with the staging. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> Luke, Luke wasn't quite expecting to do as much work putting a stage together as he was expecting. So, but I think it all pulled off quite well. Everybody had fun. But you think there was going to be another one in Sydney, or do you think the you're making it to some kind of Australian convention and tour it around the country? Uh, well, everybody else seems to have different ideas to me, so I don't, uh, I'm not sure. Um, the idea is that um, some people want to have two conventions, one at, one in summer and one in winter sort of thing, but um, Australia being as big as it is, I'm not sure that if you have two, whether anybody outside their hometown will bother travelling. They'll just The Sydney people will go to the Sydney one and the Melbourne people will go to the Melbourne one and it'll just be too small, I think. So we get about 50-50 from well, you know, well, different states and stuff. Okay, uh, how many people finally did come to the... Like, I say finally, overall, um, what was the numbers like? Um, actually attending the convention, we got 120 people. And that's up from last year? Up from last year, which was from 70. And then the first year, it was I remember it was 15 people on the on the first year. So in four years, it's gone from 15 to 120. You think bigger next year as well? Yeah, definitely. The venue that you're in at the moment, I mean, if you go back to that venue during the day, you can f- certainly fit in another... Um, you know, another forty or fifty people, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It was, it was a really, really good venue. And this is your first time you've uh, you've organised a convention. Yeah, first time. So I helped m- the previous organiser organise the other one, but that was on the back of it. We um, surreptitiously sold T-shirts and DVDs and things like that to to fund our own pockets on that one. But 
Um, this this year as well, we're going to have a um, which we'll send you a copy of the DVD. We usually sell that for like five dollars or something, just so everybody's got a memento of the yeah. And there was all photos and yeah. put shows in there and things. Yeah, that. So we'll uh, we'll send you a copy as well because you're in it and stuff. Thank you. Uh, any last comments about the, the thing? And of course, lots of people are going to see this, uh, re- uh, listen yeah. to this as well. So maybe you can plug the convention for next year. Um, I think the last thing is if anybody is ever thinking of running a convention, that, that they should because they are a lot of fun when you when you're there. So if everyone, if there isn't one in your hometown, I think people should. I don't know. That's probably a contradiction then, isn't it? That I want the Melbourne people to have one because I want them all to come to mind. But yeah, but that's cool. Uh, thank you very much, Dale, for a fantastic convention. Not a problem. All right. I'll just wrap up this podcast as the, uh, the might as well do the review of the convention myself with the high low gold crutch brain bane surprise thing. Uh my high well, I don't really sure if I've, I have a high um just a really great convention overall. Um it sort of all uh, sort of blurred into each other as well. Um the low of the convention I think was when I forgot one of the names of the acts in the second half of the show because you know it's like one of the top things on my list of things not to do if you're hosting a show um, in a previous podcast that I've mentioned that and I did it I sort of broke uh, quite a few of the rules that I set out a few, quite a few of the guidelines that I set out for myself um, but that was mainly just because you know we were so rushed we, we only had two hours actually under two hours to get the full show um, finished and so I was always looking at the clock all the way through and just the setup for the show wasn't perfect um, but yeah still quite a low point even though the show was a high point overall um, forgetting people's names was uh, uh, a low uh, goal of the convention to do a good show did a good show lots of people really enjoyed it got lots of great feedback from that um, also to to do some workshops and in the end I only did one workshop because I kept on saying people if you want a workshop ask for a workshop and then um Lots of people did ask for workshops, but then other people did them. So there was loads. There was actually really lots of good workshops took place at the convention. Um, so that's a goal. Uh, what comes next? Highlight crush of the convention. I think um, Alex, uh, who was my crush of the convention, and also uh, Liz. They, they're just two jugglers who I've been staying with here at Dale, and they sort of made uh, the convention really good fun. And going swimming with them in the mornings and things like that, good fun. And bane of the convention was my tiredness. It was sort of a combination of of exhaustion, too much heat, and jet lag all combined into one, which meant I was always really too tired. Once I fell asleep in the ca- crash mats in the middle of the gym and dribbled, and because they're these plastic crash mats, the dribble didn't go away. So I actually woke up when my whole head was wet, and it was very very disgusting. Uh, and finally, a surprise at the convention as Dale over there. He's laughing at what I just said. You didn't know that, Dale. And he's shaking his head. Um, and finally, the surprise of the convention, uh, I think just actually how really, really good the jugglers are in Australia. Because I wasn't really quite sure if they were going to be good. And lots of people, you know, there's not a big juggling scene here. But even so, people uh, here are very, very good at juggling. Um, it's surprisingly good for me. I don't know why I was thinking they wouldn't be so good, but they really are. Uh, keep you know they stand against any sort of like group of uh, jugglers from the UK or Germany or anything like that. Um, so that's it. I've had a fantastic convention. This is pretty much the end of the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, see you next week. <laughs>